So what I told you was true from a certain point of view. And welcome to a very, very, very special episode uh, of Tales from a Certain Point of View. Uh, as usual, I have got my co-pilot with me. Wookie, Wookie, say hi. What's up, everybody? Yeah, everybody's smiling because of this. And then we got the man himself, P. Dobbs, an old friend of mine. Uh, yep. Great, great dude. <laughs> great dude. <laughs> We're laughing because we have, we have semi-tortured P. Dobbs a little bit. We well, have, we have. So B Dubs, just like Lumpy, say hi to everybody, please. Real <laughs> <laughs> so why we said this is an extra special uh, episode is because, um, <clears throat> you know, Paul does a lot of stuff. He's on the tails. He's a, you know, he's a great friend over there in CBSI and all that stuff. But he also uh, he he reviews movies with um, uh, bored and annoyed and yep. uh, downright annoyed podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, uh, downright nerdy podcast. So they're two there different, two different channels, and they flip flop back and forth with the, another group of well, other group of guys and review uh, whatever movie we pick, spin a wheel, and go from there. If you haven't seen it, check it out. We're going to have a link down in the bottom, so make sure you check it out. So we decided to take uh, take our friend Paul and torture him. When we say special, we're making him watch the Star Wars Christmas special. Yes, you can still find it. Um, on the internet uh we're not suggesting you should do that but we're suggesting oh no, i suggest you do <laughs> you should definitely go watch all of this I, from start to end i mean i'm definitely a bigger star wars fan than when i woke up this morning now <laughs> so uh as you may know coming up they they have a special there there you know for years just a little history of it for years they um uh they really were like shining themselves away from from the, the holiday special they're saying it wasn't part of not just ca canon and even though lucas had his hands all over it he said this is not part of star wars period um now they're kind of doing a lego revamp version up here coming up in the next couple of months in the next month or so so we wanted to sit paulie down and we asked him hey did you watch the original of course the answer was no so we're like hey well, we're going to torture you through this we do have a clip of him watching the beginning part uh with his daughters He's just finished watching it like 15 minutes ago. We haven't actually gone through and talked to him about it yet. So we're going to try to, um, if his cable holds up, we're going to try to uh, get it going and try to hear his opinion on, on, on some of the matters that was going on for the holiday special. Uh, if you want, watch the holiday special really quickly. I think it's an hour and like, what, 15 minutes, 20 minutes there. Come back, chat it. We, I don't think we can link. We're not going to link it down in the bottom because we're just not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> but definitely spend some time uh, torturing yourself. Uh, and then afterwards, uh, we'll probably, well, we can still talk about it now. So now let's talk about the movie first and then you can ask Solo and us. Cause me and Solo both saw it when we were kids. Well, I saw it when I was a really young kid and Solo saw it. We both saw it on TV. Uh, so we'll talk about how that experience was, uh, later, but we really want to get Paul kind of into it and kind of his opinion and maybe some stuff we're going to throw out there and, and, uh, and start it off, uh, ask him his opinion on certain aspects of it and, uh, and what he thought of, uh, people. So Paul. Uh, how about you cover the first 15 minutes of what was occurring in, in the actual story? Man, it was just, uh, you had to, you had to learn how to, you know, if you don't know how to speak Wookiee, you, um, you know, you got to learn how to read body language really well. Cause it was, um, yeah, I mean, might as well just close your eyes. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I, uh, Chewie is trying to get home for life day. Um, and, and so they, him and Han have left on on schedule, but have not arrived on schedule. So it's his family of um, 
I don't know, itchy and scratchy, but it's uh, his kid Lumpy, his wife. I, I don't I can't remember her name. If you guys pull it up in a tablet, and then this terrifying grandfather <laughs> Yeti thing. Uh, Wasn't that uh, Bordine? That's Bordine who plays it, isn't it? Is it? I don't know, but it looks like it. Anyways, Bordine. I it might be. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, just, they just they tried to make it look like a, a someone with dentures or without their teeth in, and just man, it's everyone looks terrifying. <laughs> So, so the first why he's saying you might want to know, uh, you know, speak Wookie is because for the first, honestly, for the first like twenty to thirty minutes, it's them grunting at each other. There's no, it, it doesn't. There's no post captioning. There's no like translation on the bottom. There's nothing. It's literally twenty to, I think it's like twenty eight maybe or thirty four minutes of them just grunting at each other, and they're doing weird stuff too. Okay, so they're kind of trying to show how. Well, this is after the first three minutes. Han and uh, Chewie come in the Millennium Falcon. They're running late, and then they somehow growl call out to Luke, who is fixing an X-Wing. And he's like, I don't know where they're at, but they'll be on time. By the way, speaking of that, Luke, uh, Look terrible. If you see, if you, yeah. Like, if you ever want to see his oh, acting. that baby face, man. <laughs> it, it, looks like, it looks like someone trying to play him. Like, yeah. it looks it, like it someone knows. who, like, uh, hey, you kind of look like, uh, you know, that guy, Luke Skywalker. You should be him for Halloween as a joke or something. See, we won a contest. Don't now, forget the eyeliner, though. Go heavy on the eyeliner. Now, granted, that is pre-car wreck. Yeah, oh, yeah, well, it is. Maybe. Yeah, just fair enough. Uh, I should have done a layout picture. I didn't, but if there's definitely some out there, you can look them up. She, 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 she sure loved the drugs. <laughs> she sure loved the drugs. <laughs> That's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, the, <laughs> Uh, yeah, so Luke, if you this is where I always argue about how terrible if it wasn't for Harrison Ford, if it wasn't for what's his name who played Obi Wan, uh, Star Wars wouldn't have been that oh, good. Yes. Yeah, because I honestly, you can see the acting chops of 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 Luke and Leia in this in these portions, and they are wow, they're on par for the TV show. Let's put it that way. Not that hot, not that Harrison Ford had the best uh, part, but we'll get that to that later. So they start off, they show their kitchen, they show everything else. All of a sudden, they start introducing like weird characters. Uh, the guy who this is actually a guy. <laughs> yeah, that was. I mean, I don't. Uh, yeah. The, well, the first that, that character starts off with their hair not messed up and two arms, and then they mm -hmm. just slowly grow arms uh, to frustrate. Is that, is that to frustrate the Wookiee mom? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's Gina, supposed to be like Nancy. a weird kind of cooking thing, but uh, the mom just grunts at the TV the whole time as that occurs. That actually is a guy that's like three or four times in the. He's also he, he also has a later part here where he's like plays this robot that's trying to be a teacher, but he's yeah, like it's like Westworld 1.0 or something. Yeah, bad. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I so that's also bad. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this is and obviously you know it's grainy because they. They, after they showed it, they stopped. They weren't, you weren't, they didn't come out on uh, VHS. You weren't allowed to reshow it. So a lot of people had to have recorded it on dubbed VHS and then they converted it over. So it's really tough to get good pictures out of this. Uh, not that they want you to have good pictures out of it, anyways. But after the first, oh, oh, yeah. Can you get a good picture of this? No, out of I, mean, this film? Sure. I mean, is there, I I'm don't think. Sure. I think the material in the film itself, no matter what you're taking a still of, is just it's not going to be good it doesn't matter if it's clean if it's clear it's just funny content like there's not really a jail like that yeah, like, man, it, it's this looks like um they took a suit from 
the Grinch movie with uh, the live action Grinch movie and dyed it brown, uh, and then and then threw it on this on this kid. There's definitely yeah, there's definitely some issues. So like, and what we're showing this for is like Lumpy keeps moving around while everything's going wrong. He keeps moving around to do all these other things because they keep adding these musical acts into it. We're gonna get to one of the biggest musical acts later. Uh, with Paul actually, he sent us a group text and was like, "Did this seriously just happen?" And it did, and we will cover it. <laughs> but like, so 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 Lumpy goes around and does a bunch of stuff while his mom's kind of cooking and throwing a misfit and throwing stuff up and watching the Julia Child break of the guy that's in drag with four arms. Um, and they cut. They do go to. Uh, so I don't know about the vet or uh, so. Uh, <laughs> B. Arthur. Yeah. Man, and this, and this that... is kind of creepy too. So B. Arthur owns a bar. Okay, <laughs> go ahead, Paul. At the Moss Eisley Cantina. Yeah. Yeah, like is she she must be the third shift bartender or something if it's a 24-hour place and it's just in and it's like some promo video of here's Tantooine if you thought your life sucked this is unedited uh, and, and you know be glad you don't live here and then it just is bizarre just so bizarre <laughs> um to see her it was just like oh that's cool I know you know I, I recognize that actress she's in it but it's just, it goes from this propaganda video to this story about her in the bar. And I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. So she, so she, ha she cuddles with these mouse things. Everybody sings. That's a, that's part of it. Like, um, very Carrie Fisher has got a part where she sings, uh, right. Arthur, I didn't know she could sing. She sing. everybody sings. They got like rock bands in the background. Sometimes everybody has like a singing part. This is really creepy. I don't, did you pick up on this, Paul? Like, First off, this guy's got a hole in his head where he pours beer into, which was just the most disgusting so, thing. I how he drinks, yeah, yeah. But he kind of, he kind of just molests her. He kind of like she turns him down. He's like, "Hey, look, I'm not interested," yeah. and he like gropes her. And this is a kids show. Yeah, he he apparently he was there the other night, and uh, she said some magical six words of something like, you know, "Come back next time, I'll be waiting" or something, and he thought that was his especially for him. And then she says that she just yells at somebody else because that's her, you know, customer banter. And, uh, and then he, he gets shut down at the end of it, but it's, yeah, uh, the whole thing is like, I don't get it, but it's, uh, right. it's just one, it's, it's one, it's one mysterious punch after another. Oh, so do we, do we want to get to the hairdressing machine or do we want to go with some of the storyline <laughs> on, on what's happening first? Well, let's go back. So, Let's go back to that lumpy picture. So this is Chewbacca's son. This is towards the beginning after the 15 minutes of rawr, 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 rawr. <laughs> and, and he's got this hollow deck, much like you see in the Millennium Falcon when they're playing uh, that video. Oh, brain fart. monster game. Yeah. The, uh, there's, uh, I'm spacing on the name of it. And if you look at that thing, it's old 1980s something, 84, 85, like two cassette recorders with the flip top on the top and then the push buttons on the very front of it. Yeah. And so the whole set, you can see how cheaply, quickly put together, even the set props are like not of high quality to start with. No, and we'll get to then, that later. With then they animate the little hollow deck, and then they 
go on to is that uh, Diane Carroll singing? Uh, okay, yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that in a little. Yeah, we'll get to that. So they did drop it in. Yeah, the graphics are bad, and they did use a lot of like scalping stuff. So let's get into the, mm-hmm. and then we'll get into what the basis of the rest of the storyline is. Um, so there's a where is uh, a creepy guy that runs around in the background. It's actually the purple guy weighs non thing, and he gets his hair dryer. And he puts it on top of the grandpa's head. This and Paul, would you like to explain what happens when he puts the hair dryer on top of the grandpa's head? Yeah, this is um, uh, <laughs> futuristic entertainment at its best. Uh, so he's like the local <laughs> tradesman, salesman, whatever. He personally seems to personally know the family, and he brings this big device for the uh, for this grandfather and. Puts it on his head like he's gonna watch a movie or VR or something, and he's and he's he has some like creepy lead up line where he's like, "You'll really enjoy it." And then he walks away and comes back. And he's like, "You're really gonna enjoy it." So, something like that, where you're like, "Okay," and then it goes into what he's seen, and it's just like this strange. It's this woman singing, but but well, first she talks to him, and it's just this wildly inappropriate for a children's Christmas special. Um, She's yeah, it's it's go ahead. She's supposed to be a um how can I say this without getting in trouble? She um uh a virtual lady of the night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nymph like like very nymph type thing that is seducts uh people to do uh acts to themselves. Yeah. That's yeah. probably the best way to put it. Walking yeah. porn. And, and Peter, I'll say it. What kind of noises does Grandpa make while he's watching this video? Uh, yeah, I mean, without all his teeth, it's well. And and the guy who sets it up, the family friend that is the um, tinker mechanic inventor guy, reminds me so much of the father from Gremlins. It's not even funny. Like he's he is like one in the same yeah sounds that i don't want to hear a wookie make were made and uh i'm glad the children had left at that point because i didn't want to have to ex- explain anything <laughs> yeah i probably i forgot to tell you probably that, that part. you're like <laughs> so, first five minutes so I'm like, probably it's okay yeah so that's a that's in a chat like all this stuff is really not appropriate by the way she like starts floating in like all types of i just didn't even want to put up some of the pictures but we'll add some right like, like it's not appropriate uh, for children. <clears throat> um, well, that's, not but, true. that's not entirely true. I think that because we're older and we know better now, that maybe we perceive it differently. Whereas yeah. when I was a child and I watched it, I had no clue that they were watching, you know, Wookie porn on the hairdryer and, yeah. and you You're know, right. the I'm weird stuff that. going on. Like, kids don't necessarily go into that um yeah but i mean but they, i mean they showed it one time song and dance to them remember they showed this one time and then it was we're not doing right. it again like i think right. it's not quality because hey look there next time we get paul in here we're gonna have to have him watch some of those ewok movies um <laughs> maybe, like the um <laughs> like disney and pixar do better job of hiding like adult jokes in their stuff than this is just blatant Wait, this is, this is, yeah, like I, I don't even know. So I don't, 
Uh, there's like abuse. There's also abuse going on everywhere. Like they're throwing the mom around the house and then like, and then we'll get to this part. So all of a sudden an announcement comes on and that's kind of where the B Arthur thing comes in too. Uh, and this is actually out of it. Like this is how good the graphics are and everything like that. Like uh, this is the cleanest image we could get. The guy goes on all the TVs and he's like, Hey, we think we have rebels on Kashiki. So we're going to come down and enforce all these rules. They pretty much uh, walk into Chewbacca's house and just start beating the fam, like pushing the family around. They yeah. throw the one caretaker guy out, and in, in through all this, they're like, I mean, they're definitely they like kick the kid a couple times or whatever. But then all of a sudden, it's like, all right, kid, go do this. And this is where it actually is a good scene. And I don't know if Paul knows about this, but like, um, this is our headphones and whatever. So they found everything they could. He gets on this little device, and then he watches, uh, he watches a cartoon. Yeah, this was. Um, uh, I'm sorry to cut you off. Just when they no, switched this cartoon, I was like, "Is this heavy metal? Like they're just like jumping genres and jump." And I was like, "What's going on?" But anyway, I'm sorry. Finish your thought. No, so that's it. So I was actually going to ask your opinion on it because this, this, I don't know if you know what this cartoon is, but it's very like in Star Wars lore, it's probably pretty important. Like uh, to Star Wars fans, this cartoon. Um, that's probably why somebody left it on tape, and eventually, thank God, made to. <laughs> The internet so you could watch it but like the cartoons the reason why um do you do you know why the cartoons important uh i don't i could guess but go ahead yeah yeah, yeah so, sure is it something with boba fett first it is that's first, first boba, boba fett, fett. So that is it. he's riding on the little uh animal there there's uh that's the best picture i could get of first boba fett it's really good he <clears throat> so there's a storyline with han solo being upside down yeah that is the boba sure. fett the dinosaur he's on there's a storyline. Uh, the storyline talks pretty much Chewie and Bo, uh, Boba hook up to do something, but of course Boba's trying to backstab him and Got whatever. It. The video is kind of interesting. There's a lot of the, but you're right. It's very heavy metal style during portions of it, and then it's very ABC Saturday Morning Schoolhouse rock cartoonish, which like they couldn't even keep consistency throughout the cartoon. Um, but once again, that's like a huge. That is a huge. Uh, point for a lot of star wars fans where they love it or where they start talking about it and you know solo showed the book that they did that and so that was pretty cool i think that probably was the coolest part it was weird how he yeah. set it up because like stormtroopers are walking around in the background like just bashing his family around he's like oh i'm gonna sit down and watch a cartoon <laughs> yeah well, right and, and we've all we've also skipped one of the most important parts two of the most important parts to be totally honest in the beginning, we see Han and Chewie flying through space, and Han is being chased by the Empire, and he's trying to get Chewie home for Life Day. Mm -hmm. Where do we hear Life Day? Often what? referenced lately. In The Mandalorian. Oh, it's late. Uh, yeah. So that is the when they're talking about Life Day in The Mandalorian show, that's what they're talking about is this special day life day was created from the christmas special mm -hmm. so for them to go back and and do a throwback and call to that is kind of a a big thing well they're and gonna then do they also show boba fett's rifle um which it the first time we see him in that cartoon and he's got that oh man i don't know why i can't remember names tonight there's a name for that rifle and i forgot it um and we see that now, and the Mando has that rifle. So for them to bring back that throwback was pretty big for a lot of the, the deep dive fans. 
Yeah, I mean, that was kind of like the cool parts of the of the Boba Fett thing was they're showing that up. And obviously, you know, like I said, they're making a Lego Christmas special that I think is going to kind of mock this a little bit too. I think they've gotten away from like taking it as seriously, which is what, you know, a lot of the Lego line stuff that they do nowadays is pretty fun for kids or for adults that like to laugh at it. Kind of like you were saying, like they do the humor right there where yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we see our hairdresser go on top of a Wookiee and, you know, it's kind of a joke, right? Like so, the door just the door just closes. <laughs> <laughs> but no i mean that's kind of fun you know it's kind of cool like the whole bubble thing there it's a great scene i think the cartoon's only 12 minutes you are right though it is definitely like heavy metal in the front half and then like would you say abc rock like during parts of it? like i don't yeah. they do a call out and she's like why is hot upside down I, which is also just did they was that even Carrie fisher's voice i don't even know what they have one actor <laughs> in, this, in this tv show play like five parts he played like four or five parts and then there's like stuff that was dubbed over and you're like Oh, that's not even that person saying things. Like I, I just know. don't know how this made it past paper. I, <laughs> I, I it's it's it's, paper. So okay, the scene where old man has his orgasm. The whole thing, we, I mean. Well, why we know that is because in the script, in the script, it was said it. like that's what he was supposed to do was to look at gasm. No, yeah. yeah, they said that he was supposed to be uh, seduced by the nymph and uh, something to the effect of, you know, have a, I can't remember exactly how they put it, but it was pretty blunt back then. I mean, there, dude, listen, there's a lot. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I wonder if this was a very different time in America. Let's take that into consideration. Yeah. When, when did this come out? Was that 80? Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah, um, I mean, it was it was seventy nine eighty right in that ballpark. It, it, and it's it really was a bunch of different times. But I'm sure I saw it on. So out here in the Midwest, we had you know our when we when you used to have the like the the three button or four button click or the turning of the thing. Mm-hmm. We had it was two four seven and fifty and fifty was WGN for those that remember. And I swear I saw this on WGN. I might not have because I was really young at the time, but I swear they had it at WGN. So all the time they said that they've only played it once. I actually think they've played it more than once, but like WGN used to like, I mean, WGN would play a lot of repeats of stuff and I'm not sure, sure. all the license repeating. So well, um, and, and Star Wars was huge. They were looking to try and grab some more money because they're yeah. like, Hey, let's ride this wave. It definitely let's, was a different era where you could let's, like, let's put out hairdryer yeah i mean like but but you see like like like, i get all the like and and stars is always but this is the creepy part because there's huge rats that mean no sense so it was like they pulled out every puppet that they had in the back room but i don't even know why star wars would have rat puppets but like they had rat puppets apparently or it was like yeah that that rat puppet looks like um a creature from the the man what's the the david bowie movie yeah, um, labyrinth. labyrinth. Yeah, yeah, it looks like something from Labyrinth. Mm-hmm. They probably just went and and asked the studio what they had that was dusty that they could use and just <laughs> threw it into this bar scene. It's like, yeah, yeah, sure, any alien can exist in Star Wars, and absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> uh, in the movie that's left over. Luke. Yeah, yeah, we know you got that giant warehouse back there. Let's use some of that stuff. So at one point, um. To progress the the pain, probably at about the four forty five minute mark or so after the bubble fat stuff, uh, Chewie does show up, and so does Han, and uh, of course he gives his kid a hug. But then one of the best action scenes of all time, it 
this occurs, which yeah. Paul, would you like to explain what's happening here? Uh, so the the um, empire is searching through the houses, and they all leave except uh, the one who goes up and just destroys the uh, the son's room, like it's a drug raid, breaks his breaks his uh, toy and everything, and then um, and then when when they show up, he he falls through the flimsy railing because their houses are I don't know two hundred yards in the in these gigantic trees or something. And so, yeah, he uh, he uh, falls to his death. Actually, so what really happens in that, that's pretty close. What really happens is somehow Han Solo uh, hits his foot, like trips him, I guess, is what you would yeah. say. Yeah, he trips him 10 feet through a rail oh, to Shiki Wood, which is supposed to be one of the strongest, like, natural, um, you know, elements or whatever. Like, it's it's they use it for... Um, in Star Wars lore, they'll use it for like luxury yachts. They make like wood grain stuff out of it. So it'd be like dark walnut or something like that. So it's supposed to be really strong, really tough and rare to get. But somehow uh, tripping over Han Solo's foot throws the stormtrooper 50 feet uh, into a rail. <laughs> and then yes. And then they I, do a I, long view. I knew they were fighting, yeah. but I must have missed the trip. Yeah, but it wasn't even like fighting. Gun. Gun. Or like it was weird how it happened. I mean, it was the way they show it is, I mean, if you're not, if you blink for that one second you'll miss it because all you see is just like this and it's it's gonna sound funny the way i said it but literally his han's foot is just sitting out there like han's been sitting there for 10 minutes <laughs> just waiting for him to kind of run over his foot and, and i think it's like they touch but, I mean, feet it's, it's so quick. yeah i yeah, mean it's bad. It just it's bad but then to make it worse, so then all of a sudden, okay, so the, the Empire has been fought back, but then Leia shows up, and she's got to sing her, or whatever, Leia, you know what I'm talking about. She shows up, she's got to sing her song. So then this happens. Yeah, I was like, oh, is this when all the Wookiees die on Life Day? Is going into the light Carolan? I mean, geez. So, so what this pretty much is, is like all the Wookiees that all of a sudden get red robes on, and then they do that bad back screen star type thing and actually those are the stars from star wars back screen actually they used a lot of stuff from star wars in here including some of the music but um and then they put a light beam there like that's oh was jj abram shooting this because there's a light flare right there um, <laughs> and then uh uh then all of a sudden the wookies kind of traveled into it and they were inside the life tree um and then leia's there and then she's like yeah i'm gonna sing a song because you know why not Everybody oh, else you left out. You left out the Jefferson Starship part. Oh, I did. Yeah, Jefferson Starship yeah. was. The Jefferson Starship shows up and has a big jam. And you know, I mean, it is. It was more like this one over here. I mean, just go rock and roll, baby. <laughs> they definitely had a disco, a bunch of disco and rock and rolling going on. So she sings that, and then, uh, and then they. Oh man, they just do like a hugging, hugging thing, and then. There, there's really no rhyme and reason to the ending or the beginning of it. And no. the life day thing doesn't make any sense really either. Like yeah, it, the whole the whole thing is to get Chewie home for life day. That's the whole thing, and he does end up making it. Spoiler alert. I think it actually was uh they wanted to show Wookiee uh self-porn. Uh <laughs> show how bad everybody sung back in the day. Uh they definitely had uh messages about uh jackboot people coming because I mean it was very reminiscent. Paul brought it up where they destroy the kid's house and stuff like they were, it was very jackboot type stuff that was going on. Yeah. 
I mean, the B. Arthur scene is is cringely. That did not hold. Not that <laughs> and, movie held up well. That, that has no purpose. Uh, There's absolutely 100% no rhyme or reason why why it's no. in there. It's just yeah. there. Plus, the guy's head, he's got a hole in the head. Like, you don't see it right away. And then like a, like, yeah. yeah, it's like a bird nest on his head. That And she finally gets him a drink, and he instead he pours it through his his bird nest hair, and that's how oh, he drinks. Dude. It was gross. Um, so that the only thing salvageable out of there was the death metal slash ABC uh, Saturday morning cl- uh, clubhouse uh, cartoon, and even that wasn't so good because they kind of mashed it up. But um, yeah, so good. So Paul, you're gonna give this a thumbs up, double thumbs up. You think it's an A plus movie here? Which yeah, way? two two lightsabers up. Uh, which was there? It was not even a single lightsaber in the whole uh, the whole series, the whole special. There actually wasn't any force either. They didn't use any force in there. There wasn't. I mean, Luke was there, but he was all he was doing pretty much was fixing the X wing, right? Yeah, R two D two and C three PO showed up. So Han yeah. shows up, Leia shows up, Chewbacca shows up, C three PO, R two D two, and Luke. I mean, you got everybody there, but uh, yeah, except Darth Vader. Darth Vader didn't show up. He was there. Was he, he? Was there? Mm-hmm. Not in the cartoon. He showed up in the actual. Yeah, I didn't watch it. One, one scene. Is yeah, he, like a quick scene and maybe a video. I think he's in a is he's in a, a like a character interaction scene and then like a video message. But yeah, just basically find the rebels and the, that's it. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Find I mean, even the, even the outfits for the Imperial troopers, not the stormtroopers, but like the actual Imperial trooper. And for some reason, I think they also had like. Uh, they had one of the characters that is the trooper that that runs the uh, programming on the Death Star, which I don't know why he was on the ground doing house searches, but that's whatever. But even their their uniforms were sloppy. Like they were as much as, you know, Lucas was famous for making sure that everything lines up. If you watched our thing with um, Leaky Trooper, how they, the 501st, had to have all their uniforms. When you watch this thing, it, it, it looks like a fan film that kids made with adults in it. And that's, I, I'm speechless actually. I don't know what to say about that. The, the fan films today kill this. Like the, yeah, right. this doesn't even hold a, a, a candle to that. So, so I was going to ask you guys what, um, what did kids say at school the next day? Like, was it just because obviously we're watching this so many, so much, so many more years later that we can look at it. Like what in the world? But I didn't know how it would strike you in the in the time. I could just imagine. I don't know. Was it confusion or? Not. Nah, we loved it, man. We were stoked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I remember going to school, being like, "Dude, that was awesome. It was great." You know, but you know, at 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 that age and that time, like. I could see kids I getting excited. I didn't realize like, it was cassette players that were on the hollow table. I yeah. didn't realize that, right. you know, the guy who played the robot at the end was also the dude that played the Gordon Ramsay chef telling you how to cook, you know, Bantha or Bantha steak or whatever it is. And, oh. um, you, you know, it, it just, yeah, whisk, it, whisk, was, stir. it was still, it was still at that point in time. Where things were magical. Yeah. Well, I mean, the only for me, what about you, Mark? Was it different for you? No, I mean, looking back on it, okay. So, looking, 
obviously I brought this up and I, it's isn't the first time I found it on the internet or watched it. Big surprise. Uh, so what I, I was, but so you got to remember too, in that time, like there's a starvation for like, it's not how stuff is ran now too. Okay. And I, I mean, I, everybody grew up differently. We didn't, obviously we didn't have the cable or anything like that. We had the turn knob system and uh, there wasn't a lot of material out. You got to think this is still before the big 80 booms of toys where they started making cartoons uh, and stuff just to sell merchandise. And there wasn't even a lot of merchandise out there for the Star Wars stuff. So you were just trying to like, it was cool. All this stuff, the cartoon, that cartoon was like, that was the future. That's what we thought right. 2000 would be about. Like, seriously, that's what we thought when we're, Hey, when I'm my dad's age, when I'm 30 and 40, like, that's going to be all over the place and that's what everything's going to look like. And it's going to be so super duper cool. And now we're like, Oh wow, that was kind of rough. But yeah, I mean, back then it was like, dude, did you see uh, Chewbacca's got a son? And then everybody's growling. And then it was, you know, I mean, you did as a kid, I mean, how much of that do you really take? And I was really young. So I mean, really young. So like how much of that do you take in? Right. Like, mm-hmm. You don't take in 45 minutes of the, you take in like, oh yeah, they were talking to each other. Of course they were talking to each other. You don't understand. Some kids at that point didn't understand, you know, like I think about my four-year-olds, like they don't understand everything we say all the time. They tune out our conversations <laughs> all the time. It's about three minutes of what we're saying and that's it. So to that, to that, to you, it was like, cool. I got to watch TV uh, right? because back then there wasn't a lot on TV. And then it was like, oh, and it's cool because it's Star Wars. So it's something I like on, to watch on TV instead of just like, oh, cool. I got to watch. I'm going to say Wheel of Fortune, but I don't even think that's right. I can't even like you didn't watch TV back then. Like there was what was on TV. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't there wasn't anything on TV. So this was like one of the first things where you're like, that's cool. That's the future. And it's on TV. Oh, Jim Henson had some stuff on because there's some. This does remind me of some of the Jim Henson stuff that yeah. was really bad. It was on TV. Yeah. Well, then then the that, next appearance that you see was actually Luke Skywalker on the Muppets. Now, I'll, I'm going to throw – this is before MTV, kids. <laughs> For all you people watching, <laughs> this is pre-1981, September 30th, video killed the radio star. This is before that. We still didn't have things like that yet. Yeah, I mean, it was a whole different system. So, like, it wasn't – and. It, depending on where you live, and I grew up in the Midwest, and I grew up, I grew up by a big city, so we did get stuff. I mean, obviously, we got stuff coming out from Chicago because GN was big. As I mean, it's kind of hard to explain now to people, but pretty much how it worked was like um, there weren't these big conglomerates. Like you had your national stuff, which pretty much did news, and then you had these super stations. Like TNT eventually became one. Turner ended up doing Turner Broadcasting, WGN for Chicago, but a lot of it was regional stuff that you'd have on. So you'd only get to see pretty much news, whatever program they thought was acceptable for you to watch, which wasn't much. Um, public broadcasting probably was some of the best stuff out there at the time for kids. Um, and then you'd have something special, hopefully like this, and this would show up at like six o'clock in the like winter time or something. And this would be like the one thing you'd watch and you, and TV was like, it's amazing. Like, you know, you got to think that was the era when TV was really get like, yeah, I know people always say like, oh, well, co- when color hit TV. Yeah, yeah. This is like just when cable was about to start coming out, right? Like yeah. not it had already come out, but when it started to become widespread. So you knew this was going to be the second type of medium that was coming out. And to see something like this in the future, it was futuristic. It was like the coolest thing hmm. that happened. And I don't think that's why when we say like, oh, well, they pulled it off because it's not. 
No, they pulled it off because adults watched that and was like, you cannot yeah. have any porn. <laughs> no, you can't have that, bro. Jeez. That's not going to work. And, and think about this. Like, think about the response rate you had to do that. Like, think about how, they, how many people had to call in because they literally had to call in. So people were probably furious calling in to radio to local stations and going, I can't believe you have <laughs> this is supposed to be a kid show. They're probably losing it all on it. And well, and I mean, you're talking on the phone, you're uh-huh. and the phone was on the wall. It's not on your hip, it's on the wall, <laughs> folks. It's attached. You didn't even have cordless at this point. You had a big long curly cord that was eight feet long and had to call and sit and wait. And so this was also really true. I do remember this now that we're talking about it. I do remember that you could get bootleg versions of because it had been shut down really quickly. But I, years later, you could still get like you would go to flea markets or whatever. Flea markets is pretty much all they had. They had flea markets and like little type shows, like a junk shows or whatever. They didn't call them junk shows. They called them like trade shows or whatever they called them. But you could go there and there would be these dubbed on eight betas and and they'd have them on VHS and you could actually get copies of this. Cause it's there. You got to think people didn't, people didn't like um, how the stations work. Like this is why you can't see stuff. Cause it was fuzzier than Polly's internet connection right now. Like, <laughs> you'd be blurry of everything. Right. And you wouldn't be able to see it. So like people would have better copies of this cause they would have the expensive Betamax converter or the, I think Magnavox at the time had made um, this VHS player. And that was really like top of the line. I think it was a whopping uh, $60, which was like just the equivalent like, of probably four to $500 now. Or yeah, something. that's like four or 500 now. Yeah. So the guys would get that, they'd buy that, and they taped this, and then they would boot, bootleg. I mean, it wasn't bootleg, though, because people who couldn't, like, TV was different. Like I said, it just was different. Like, you had well, Rabbit Ear, or you hit it, or... Yeah, you had Rabbit Ear. So you were also watching, you know, Warner Brothers, Bugs Bunny cartoons. You were yeah. watching Dukes of Hazard was out and on that time yeah i mean tv was very different so when you yeah. got this you were excited because this was the closest that you didn't have at home movies yet unless you were incredibly rich uh you didn't yeah. have those betas you didn't have a lot of those vhs's they were around but you just it wasn't very prevalent like it is today so to get even this snippet is very exciting for the kids and it starts the special you know the the special logo that spins yeah. around and it's like it looks like the rapido graph set that you, you know like that and that's the same special logo that you saw before the um the grinch who stole christmas came out you know and and the um because this uh, did come the the special. <coughs> see that was the major tv time back then too yeah was the special time and the special time would come out around Thanksgiving <coughs> and Christmas. So that they would show these type of things and you know they come up the claymation type of stuff like that every year. A couple other things. But like he's what Solo's saying is right. Like think about this. Like if you watch New Hope, you you were seeing it in the theater and then after it stopped playing in the theater, you didn't get it. to see Star Wars. Like wow. there was no Gold yeah, Reese, Levy's, Blue Race, whatever. There was nothing. So, well, but this is so I remember this clearly because I also did the Fantastic Four in this too. Is um, a lot of the entertainment too still would. It sounds weird. I'm not that old, but like you would have these for kids. You'd have the radio books where you would or the the record books. So you take a record 
and you put it on and Star Wars had come out with a couple of those too. And yeah. you put it on there and they, they'd be a story to tell you around. So that's all you had. You had nothing else. There was nothing. There just wasn't anything to do. I mean, co comic books obviously were too old at the time for me. And yeah. Um, so yeah, no, it was the coolest thing in the world. <laughs> coolest. Thing in the world. <laughs> no matter how bad it was, it was still exciting because that's all you had. Right. You, you didn't look that gift horse in the mouth like we do today. <laughs> Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, so, do you can you feel the um, can you feel the gift horse that you have been bestowed upon? There, I, I, can I you? feel the I feel the force. <laughs> we actually have to have your kids watch the Lego one. You can just give us a review next time of what they thought about that one, because you're not going to let them watch the rest of this. And I I understand. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, I was thinking about doing dueling kid videos where I let my and I was like, man, they're four. There's no way I'm letting them watch this. Um, <laughs> But yeah, uh, so I really appreciate you coming on doing that. Uh, I think maybe if you got some time, not maybe after the holidays and everything else, we'll do the uh, caravan to Endor if you don't mind or something like yeah. that. Maybe review okay. another one. Uh, they're a little bit more appropriate. They're, there's still some creepy parts in it. Don't get me wrong. Um, it, I'm not going to spoil it because I thoroughly enjoy getting the messages like, <laughs> I, I don't know if I can finish consuming this, which is like probably one of the best lines I've ever heard about this uh, special. But, yeah, well, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 what did I send you guys? If I can even read what I sent you on the, uh... I don't think some of them you can because you talk about the hairdresser part, and I was like, oh, that's yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I. Uh... I said I really didn't want to watch an elderly Chewbacca get its stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, have yeah, a good yeah, time. Yeah. Have a yeah, good time. Yeah. <laughs> so you're welcome for that. You will not be able to scrub that out of your memory from now on. So no. never forget it. <laughs> hey, once again, so you guys on uh, Monday night, you guys do uh, Tales from the Flip Side, right? Yes, we do. What's the rest of your schedule look like usually? Uh, so every um, Saturday or Sunday, it's been it's been flipping. But I'm also a guest on the um, uh, YouTube channels, Bored and Annoyed and Downright Nerdy Podcast. So we have a group of guys okay. where, yep, every every weekend uh, we flip-flop which uh, channel we're on, but we review just whatever movie is picked. So we spin a wheel and either one of us gets to pick it or, um, or the audience does. Um, so we have a genre wheel too. So every now and then it's just a random movie that none of us – it's just random decision, but um, it's fun. It's been a lot of fun. So subscribe to those channels and um, check it out. I've also been doing a uh, retrospective review. We just released the first episode on the Bored and Annoyed channel for um, Nightmare on Elm Street. So we're working our way through that series. We previously did the Friday the 13th series. So just having a good time. No, it is good. It's so fun to watch. I, the 13th, <laughs> the 14th, the weekenders, and then... I love that you guys do comments and you're like, all right, who's in the audience? I'm always trying watching live <laughs> so you can get on that wheel of destiny to get your movie pick on there. And hopefully you get one in there and it's just so much fun. All those shows are so much fun. They are great. Uh, I'm glad we didn't, we were thinking about doing turtles with you, which is fine. Or talking about how you, uh, how you uh, got me one of my favorite wrestling memorabilia. But um, oh yeah. But instead, we did this. I think we're going to do a couple more of these. We really appreciate it, Paul. Thank you very much for coming out. Solo, take us out. Please, guys, go down there. Give a force push on that like and subscribe button. Go over and saber smash that bell 
so that you can be alarmed when the most handsome faces on this side of the galaxy come to your YouTube channel. And may the force be with you always. There you go. All right. Bet club. Bet club.